I'm I'm podcasting angry. Uh, Good start. Yeah. Um, and it, I was gonna say you both kind of walked do you, in. Do you like, want to just turn this into a rant podcast? I think we should. Where we just complain about trying. everything. Yeah. Podcast is not what we do anyway. Yeah, I was like, that's that's the majority. Kind of conversation. Our, that's the majority of our conversations. Welcome to Shoot the Breeze, a series on our podcast that celebrates the messiness of life, relationships, and Christianity, featuring my wife Lacey and myself, Nathan. It's creatively titled because it will be just us shooting the breeze, uh, sometimes with guests, while occasionally saying something important. We hope you enjoy. With me, I have my friend Joe on the right, Mm -hmm. and Daniel on my left, or if you're watching this. Opposite. Stage. They'll stage, figure it out. Stage left, stage right. Your right, my left. Okay. <laughs> That's about as clear as the rest of the conversation is going to go. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much. Um, can you guys give, because you both are in fields that require a lot of education. Um, you're an engineer, Joe. Yep. And Daniel, you are a... Um, I was going to say a nuclear physicist. <laughs> no. I, you're Einstein. Not that much education. You're, no, what, do you, what, is, like, what would you say your job title or your qualification title? What would that be? What's the right word? I don't know. Um, <laughs> you, we did a whole podcast together. Like, what I, is it? I guess well, I just want to remember. It, it sounds like you're asking for my current job, but you're also asking for my, le- like, yeah, you're what, right. what I used to do is more, I think, like, I operated a nuclear reactor on a submarine, um, but, you know, that gave me a lot of schooling and stuff right. like that. But right. the, uh, yeah, the rest of my life has basically been learning about things. Okay. So it's, like, I don't have any, well, I have a bachelor's in criminology and criminal justice, but that's not really. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's not really part of this conversation. You know what? We're going to switch to that. I, I love, mean, we're going from I love true crime. Yeah, I love true crime stuff. So, um, oh, you know, the question, so you and I, you and I, Daniel and I, um, left our last podcast. Essentially, we were talking about creation uh, and we like I quickly threw out as a goodbye was I personally don't know how reconciling evolution with the cross right with the need for death because of death Mm -hmm. the need for the cross Mm -hmm. and then you and I have like Again, not like teased we, we, the conversation, wait, but I'm never confused. had actually had it. So the, Can you the refresh it me again. Yeah. What, the, what the end was? <laughs> so let me tell you what your stance was. No, <laughs> let me tell you what you believe. No, it was really you, dumb stance. Yeah. No, no, we we have we ended with can evolution. I'm trying to remember myself. Can evolution fit into Christianity if there was no death before Adam? Evolution oh, demands, right. yeah. Right. Evolution demands okay. death, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was the conversation. And again, Joe, you right. and I kind of teased this conversation and never actually had it. And so I thought, mm-hmm. for the sake of fun and everyone being able to listen to our conversation, <laughs> well, I think I, I think maybe to start, maybe maybe it'd be better to break down like both sides of the. Both oh, sides yeah. of that, yeah. like what, what that actually means. So yeah. Like why why one side would mean the other side couldn't be possible, or vice, mm. vice versa. Okay. Like what, what what are the is it an just to clarify or? for me and, and mm-hmm. also yeah. the 
Totally. Yeah, is it an either or? Yeah. So, um, and you, I mean, with that, then you have like the spectrum because I know um, multiple Christians who believe God created through evolution. Mm-hmm. And I'm, mm-hmm. we're talking yeah. macro evolution, not micro. micro yeah. Want to no. give some clarity there. Uh, micro evolution is change within species or kind. Uh, macro evolution would be changes into other species. Right. Good. Is that a fair definition? I think it's a good definition. Okay. Macro, I guess a better Perfect. way, to, another way of saying it too is macroevolution is the theory that everything came from single-celled organisms all the way up to these magnificent specimens here. And microevolution is more like natural selection type concepts is how it happens. It's like there's yeah. tweaks and changes in the species as a result of environmental pressure. And so certain species survive better because their genes are better suited for the environment. Right. So you see changes right. based on that. Are, are you referring to, to us as magnificent specimens? I was, you and me I did not think. I, I almost didn't say it because I figured it would be a given. Honestly. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Um, no, in that, I, in that idea um, is <laughs> that... As he slicks back his hair, which, you yeah, know, Jonah I have. <laughs> well, I mean, it's slight hair, you know, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm trying this new product. I'm, I don't know if I like it. Lacey <laughs> asked me, she goes, that way. Mm, well, I, I was going to make a joke, but... <laughs> Back on topic. Yes. <laughs> so so, so on, one side, on one side of the argument... So, what was, what was yeah, so, the, okay, so taking a, let's take a true atheistic well, definition. Because this sounds, yeah. like, hold on, I, yeah. I just want to clarify what we're talking about, because you, you started talking about evolution, but yeah. is that the same thing or a different conversation as the death conversation? That's, I think that's it, the point of this. That's the same conversation. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I would view it, but that's, yeah. Well, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, I would say that, I mean, at the, ex- at the extreme ends of what we're talking about, or the, like, where, where you were about to go, I think, yep. is the extreme atheistic evolution and only evolution from the beginning, completely random chance, nothing, no God, nothing like that, and everything developed out of the sludge of primordial earth, blah, 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 up to here, versus the other extreme end. Okay, I'll, sorry, I'm just closer. <laughs> the other extreme end, which is, you know, seven-day, literal seven-day creation right. as we measure mm-hmm. time, two-day, 24 hours and, and among, along those concepts. So I would say those are the two extreme ends that kind of uh, guardrail our conversation. Yeah, Everything would be in between there. Yeah. And right, but to, to go in more specifically, Nathan, I think, was, was talking about the, the point of when he created Adam and Eve before they sinned, would mm-hmm. they have died? Oh, yeah, that was another part or of our would conversation. would they not have died? Or was right. there I thought in the world? Right. I thought that's where we're well, so I we mean, were going somewhere else? No, but that, no, that is a part of all of well, this, That's part right? of his argument. Okay. Yeah. And so um, maybe I'm trying to think of how to, like, get the the conversation ball rolling. Um, well, it's a, yeah. it sounds like you believe something and Joe believes maybe something different. So why don't you just talk, okay, so, talk briefly about your beliefs sure. and then Joe, Joe will elaborate or Is that fair, Joe? Counter. I, I was supposed to be the one that's watching YouTube argue or something like that. <laughs> And then you get your this, ideas as well. This yeah, is no, not an argument. Good. This is a conversation. <laughs> Honestly, though, actually... Well, it sounded like you... The, the reason I mentioned that way, because it sounded like you might disagree, or at least with part of what Nathan said, and I guess I'm not sure which way I'm going yet on this. So that's, well, right. okay. so, I, so that's yeah. why I thought you you could right. talk about and that. I s- I've, I've wanted to have this conversation with mm-hmm. with somebody, with people, because mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those that... 
just as a listener, I mean, one of the things both you and I enjoy, I don't know if you've listened to it, but The Bible Project. Oh, oh yeah. Gosh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. it's, you hear them discussing stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, wait, that does bring up, re- mm-hmm. regardless of whether or not I agree fully, 100% with whatever line they take, mm-hmm. um, I just appreciate listening to people's conversation on different subjects, yeah. so I can be like, mm-hmm. Oh, I never thought of that. That well, that's a great mm-hmm. argument against what I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to chew on some stuff. So, anyways, basically, that's why I want to have this conversation is to have us talk through it and mm-hmm. hopefully be beneficial for those listening and maybe give you and I something to talk eat all of it, like mm-hmm. chew on, mm-hmm. think about. So, my so. my uh, where I land, and and I'm gonna I'm taking the hard line, and this isn't like you know when you have to go to debate class and you have to get a you know. <laughs> I fully embrace the belief that in a seven-day creation, uh, I will preface, that is not necessarily the purpose of Genesis, though. Mm-hmm. I, I'll mm-hmm. concede that. The first two chapters of Genesis are not a scientific book to prove 24-hour, seven days creating. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say other areas point back to Genesis, the mm-hmm. two poems you know, chapter one and chapter two, mm-hmm. as literal, though. So while Genesis inherently is poems, metaphor, um, you do see other writings taking literal stances on, on the subject. So one example is when Jesus talks about marriage and he points back to Adam and Eve. Paul does the same thing. He points back to Adam and Eve as a fact, as these facts that happen. Um, and so I land on the side of seven-day creation, and one of the big, I guess, the fallbacks for me is as to why um, it is because if there was no death before Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. um, or yeah, let me rephrase that, sorry. If there was death before Adam and Eve, then what is the curse? What is the, th- the things that transpired in Genesis 3? Why would Jesus be so important if that wasn't an actual event where things got broken, um, right? So we see in creation chaos being brought together into peace or rest, and then Adam and Eve with the temptation kind of, uh, what is it, where they, you give off your responsibility, you, you um, abdicate it, yeah. they abdicated it to the enemy, and so then you're stuck in this area of chaos again. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point. We need Jesus to restore chaos back to order. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that, in a nutshell, and I don't know how deep down my rabbit hole that we want to go, but that's where I'm landing for right now. Okay. And I guess what are... Yeah. So just, just to reiterate, make sure I understand, you're basically yep. saying that if... I'm sorry. Yeah. Are you saying? I was I was gonna pull up something relevant, but didn't you ask us how to turn that off? Yeah. Well, I thought of something. Let me talk. You're so you're saying that uh, if Adam and Eve had not sinned, right, they would never have died. Yeah, and I and once they sinned, then that brought in the need for Jesus. So that yeah, and that would be make sure I get my Romans eyes crossed and my T's dotted. Um, so the my belief is that in God, in a in a perfect relationship with God, He created us to live forever. 
that was part of his design in union with him, right? Not, we're not gods ourselves, so it's not separate from him. But what happened with the with Adam and Eve in the garden and choosing to separate themselves from God is it brought about this, um, a friend of mine calls it like a death DNA, that, that we started to, uh, what is the... Thermodynamics. Law of thermodynamics. Oh, yeah, entropy. Yeah. That we started to yeah, thank you. That we started to break down at that point because there was a separation can, from our relationship. Can I just, yeah. I love that you know the word entropy. That's just it's a measure of like chaos. Yeah, it's chaos. like, no, right, it's like yeah. oh man. Guys, we're smart here. Entropy and yeah. enthalpy. Guys, enthalpy we is are, another fun one. I know. You, you and I were actually talking about entropy. Uh, anyway. Yeah. 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 You and I were talking about entropy in our last podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, it's a very good word to describe a concept that most of us don't think about. Yeah. So, but our live with every day, it's like you have to clean your room. Well, you have to you have to put energy into your room to decrease the entropy in the room. Right, right. But, you know, you increase the entropy, the chaos somewhere else, blah, 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 all that stuff. So, anyway, sorry. That's really off the Yeah, right. No, right. Yeah. So... What's your uh, what's your view on this thing? So uh, I think I think we want to get off right off the bat that uh, it is not something that I've have dived in dive in dove in dove in doved doved yeah doved into dive into, into. dive wait what did you say somebody's gonna correct us I know they're gonna write something in there so uh, <laughs> it can't be dove that looked like dove like, no I was right I, up, I, right? it's not do, right? it's dovened dove you've dovened yeah. into dividend anyway. Um, <laughs> Um, but but I, the three yeah. people who care about science out there are going to be like, <laughs> oh, guys, I don't know what you're talking about, or the person who cares about grammar. Yeah. But um, but more more to the point, I mean, the caveat I want to throw out here is, and it's something you and I talk about too, is that the fun part of this conversation is that it our faith isn't dependent upon this, and I think that's an important thing to do. These kind of conversations is important to ask the question okay, what I believe here is this, what I believe here is that, based on this, but if the whole point of science is to bring evidence and to draw conclusions based on that right. evidence, not right. to develop a religion based on that evidence, but to draw conclusions and to be willing to have your mind change by new information that might change some of the right. assumptions right. you make right there. And so I think that's the mistake a lot of Christians make about the evolution argument. I'm not, I'm not saying what I believe quite yet, but I'm just wanting to surround <laughs> this one with, with what I think is an important caveat for this part of conversation is, is if you set your faith in something like this, like a lot of Christians have in the past, and then somebody comes out and points out what is an obvious flaw or not so obvious flaw, is your faith going to be broken? And so right. it's always important to remember our faith is not based on some scientific evidence or some belief about evolution versus not evolution. It continues to be based in Christ, in Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, you that's a mm-hmm. great point. And I actually, mm-hmm. one of the one of the things when I have discussions, whether it's mm-hmm. a scientific discussion or a theological discussion, is my ground rule is do we agree on who Jesus is mm-hmm. and what he accomplished? Yeah, right. I'm literally willing to talk about anything else. Yes. But if, if we start to mesh who Jesus is and what he accomplished with science yep. with well what do you believe about sin nature whatever these other mm-hmm. tertiary issues are and yep. it's like wait 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 okay yep. maybe we can't have the conversation because we're starting to blend definitions and exactly. I, I think your point is fantastic that we need to be able and it's strengthening right yes, it, that's absolutely. the point of these conversations is it's like like I said 
start off with, hey, what what are thoughts that you've had? And I want to mm-hmm. I want to right. And learn want to fight right? fight through the way through. Yeah, yeah. 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 and and we, we just refer to it as yeah. primary doctrine versus right. secondary right. tertiary doctrine. Right. It's like primary doctrine is Jesus Christ, tertiary doctrine is you know how to. Well, I'm not going to, I don't have an example. <laughs> no, no, I'm curious. As evolution, maybe. Yeah. Okay, yeah. evolution, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Or creationism. But some people even argue with that, but that's not the point. I mean, if it enables you, if you if you set your entire foundation based on something that could be blown away in an instant by a random piece of information, then you've set your thing on very, very shaky ground indeed. On, on sand. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. is, your, mm-hmm. is your house built on sand or is it built on the rock? And sand is pretty much anything that humans touch and develop on their own ways. <laughs> yeah. Which includes science, which, not political at all, but we've seen quite easily corrupted lately, but, uh, but it has always been corruptible because right. it's a tool. And so it's important to remember science is an incredibly useful tool. But it is not a religion, and it is not the foundation of anything of, of, of moral beliefs or religious beliefs that we should set right. our life in. And okay. To quote the words of uh, Dr. Frank Turek, science doesn't say anything scientists do. Exactly. Exactly. Science is a methodology for determining how something happened. And so my, my thoughts on religion... Jeez, sorry. Evolution. <laughs> no, that was ironic. Freudian slip, maybe. No. Freudian slip. No. But my thoughts on it are... That it has been a method. It, it, yeah. it is a tool by which God has used to develop the world. I don't believe, and, I, and it was important, I don't believe in the atheist belief of, of chance. First of all, mm. it's an interesting, we could have a conversation about the idea of chance in, in a world with an omniscient God, but that's not, the, that's not this conversation right, right. now. But I don't, I don't believe in that. I believe it, it's a tool. Uh, I had a friend whose faith in God was actually much increased once she started understanding evolution better because mm. for her, she thought about it, it's like, okay, so I can believe in an all-powerful God, all-powerful God that created six days, six created the universe and the world in six days, which is awesome. But is it not just as awesome to have a God that is so powerful and so unimaginably wise and all-knowing that he can develop the entire universe over 13 billion years? Let it turn it loose on its natural processes and let it come out, and so that the whole universe develops in, in this time frame from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. So I don't go quite that far with her, but it was always a, it was always a fascinating statement for her because she her awe and love of God was increased by her mm-hmm. knowledge of science. Her awe and love of God because like holy my goodness, holy Jesus, this mm-hmm. is amazing what God is able to do with these tools that He's put in there. We're not amorphous blobs of light that just live because God says so. He's divine designed this body incredibly intricately. Right. So her faith was, was was very powerfully influenced by how all that happened. Um, but the, you, you have to, even with that, she had to address obvious flaws in evolutionary theory because right. things like we've talked about is like how did certain things develop evolutionary-wise, like the, the eyeball or even the flagella on, yeah. on something like that. How do they develop by evolution? And so, and so my belief in evolution is more of a mix of, yes, it is a natural process, but just like our lives, God supernaturally intercedes on a, on a, on a, on a regular basis. So would you say, would you, um, I'm trying to think of the right, maybe, summary, that God is intimately involved in the evolutionary process. I think so. I think one of the mistakes that the scientific worldview has brought us to yeah. is the belief of a, of a separated God from creation. But that's, and I'm not saying that God is creation, but God made creation in a lot of ways. It, it, I've always read it like with his hands, or it, mm. like with a very 
intimate, intimate knowledge. Well, I believe it's Colossians that says nothing exists or nothing lives without his, like, yeah, immediate like, presence. Like and being there and moving and, and summing it up. And tweaking. Yeah. Right. You know, it's, it's, and so I, I think the mistake a lot of people make when they think of evolution is they think of, oh, the either or argument that we made earlier. It's either this or it's that. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more of a, I more see it as God has used this process, but he's a carpenter. It's a tool. And so mm-hmm. his hands are going to be on his tools okay. on a regular basis moving, okay. moving in the world. Do I have any evidence of that? Well, that's always well. When, well, you know, so it's interesting your degrees in criminal criminology, because mm-hmm. um, I think that points to you know we talked about evidence, and uh, I think it was you that said it's how we interpret that evidence, mm-hmm. not that evidence tells us anything. Is that? I, yeah, that right. It, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, case case in point, it's like if you look at the beginning of the universe, you know. Uh, when I mentioned to my dad that, uh, like, Dad, uh, I believe in the Big Bang Theory, he's like, Daniel, Daniel, no, no. <laughs> no he, was like, he, was, he was legitimately worried about yeah. me being a Christian. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but the... It's, and you're not talking about God spoke and bang, it happened, right? Like that's well, well, if you look at, if you look at it, if you, look at, if you examine the evidence, like, like what Joe was saying, um, atheists believe that some natural cause caused something to form out of absolute nothing. Right. Like, somehow, we had no time, no space, no matter, but within no time, no space, no matter, it, that... Totally how, 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 do, how do you get a natural cause with no time, space, or matter right. that caused the Big Bang? So, you know, when I look at it, it's like, well, uh, if it's not natural, it had to be supernatural. And yeah. therefore, uh, if, if someone chose to cause the beginning of the universe, then that's a conscious thought. It had right. to have a purpose behind it. Um, you know, it had to be pretty powerful because, well... How else do you create something from nothing? It's like, right. It's, it's uh, pretty powerful. It had to be pretty uh, smart. Otherwise, how do you? How, how does everything fit together perfectly? Right. Uh, so it's like you look at all of those attributes, and it's like that seems a lot like the Christian God. Right. You know, it, it doesn't necessarily prove the Christian God at that point, but it it proves that there is something supernatural. I, I sure. think to, that, that began the universe and. Uh, you know, that's that's the logic that I come to. But somehow atheists come to the conclusion of. No, like they observe the world around them and everything isn't, you know, that they see has a natural cause uh, other than maybe DNA. But anyway, right. the, the uh, information. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, they, they look at that and they're like, uh, we'll just hold out. Some might say they have blind faith that mm-hmm. one day they'll find a natural cause to something that seems like it had to be supernatural. And so, you know, you look at that evidence and I certainly believe that like my, my point of view is whether maybe maybe God did create it all in seven days and he just made it look like the Big Bang Theory and he made it look a lot older than it really does. And like I got I don't I don't my mind's not totally made up on that because sure. no matter which way you look at it, like it had to be God. 
Right. Like so, one way or another, it, it had to be God. So, right. so I can conclude that you guys are not atheists. <laughs> yeah. At best, you're agnostic. Um, no, I don't think that's what Quick tangent, I know you're about to jump into something. I, I find it amusing, the phrase natural versus supernatural, because it implies that God's not natural. And I'm like, well, technically, he's literally the most yeah, natural. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That, that's you. a good point. So, well, I was, I was using the, sci- the scientific. No, 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 no I know, so, but yeah. I, I didn't even think about it until right now. It's like, well, we use this phrase. He's not supernatural. He's more natural than anything else. That's a good else. point. So mm-hmm. it might be might be better to describe it as material cause versus a spiritual cause or yeah. a godly cause. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's just... Or divi- like a divine cause. Or but, a miracle. But the, yeah. the language yeah. controls a lot of what we say. It's like, oh, supernatural, that's, you know, outside of our belief. It's like, well, no, it's... it's yeah. So it's interesting, the words that have been entered into this argument. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast This is one of the many resources we make available for free at our website, cultivaterelationships.com. Our resources have helped people grow in their relationship with God and others. Uh, We've seen people set free from uncontrollable anger and paralyzing fear. We've witnessed estranged family members be reunited after working through our freedom booklet. We've helped people build healthy relationship and coping habits through our coaching videos. And all of these resources are made available for free because of the generous support of people like you. If you would like to become a partner, please visit cultivaterelationships.com slash support. Now, I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Well, I think natural, I I think maybe in in looking at history and Christian scientists, um, I think, and it's, I forget the guy who came up with the law of thermodynamics. Um, Do you guys remember? He was a Christian. Not off the top of my head. Okay, he was a Christian, and I think it, it came out of his belief of this is how God essentially designed things to work Mm -hmm. naturally, Mm -hmm. right? That, but then you have him create, you see Jesus doing miracles, the supernatural, what is, what is outside of how he generally operates or set up to operate. Um, It's kind of like the exact opposite of uh, Albert Einstein when he, you know, he used to have the view of the universe that it was eternal, mm -hmm. but then he found out that the, the, General theory of relativity is was like proven to like seven decimal points or something yeah. like that. It's like, yeah. oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, can uh, cannot have lived forever. Yeah. Um. So, oh man, I had some. Well, I, I, I want to know yeah. Joe's point of view on the death thing. Yeah. So, well, honestly, I haven't given it a lot of thought because it's it's something we bounce around a lot. Um. So I, I'm not gonna. I, I don't want to fall into the. A lot of people pick apart the the creation story, and they say, "Well, God, maybe He didn't mean literal seven days." Da, da, da. And I'm like, "There's all sorts of poetic ways to describe the world without falling into these little traps." It, it, it's, yeah. it, this is how God chose to describe the creation of the universe, and I think for very good reason, because the the the, the Genesis story, as Nathan has already pointed out, was never intended to be a scientific treatise on mm-hmm. the creation of the universe. Yeah, yeah that's show. something a lot of people forget. Right. And, well, and I'll be honest. So mm-hmm. that. That is relatively new for me to to grapple with, like grapple with, because I I've worked for creation organizations and mm-hmm. they always point to Genesis one, and the more 
I study the more I look at it, mm-hmm. it and so far like my struggle was like oh no do I believe in evolution no if that's not literal <laughs> but again right it, it's yeah. it's conceding okay this is not um oh goodness when people ask do you take the bible literally well yeah the parts that are supposed to be right and so it's like the creation stories Genesis 1 Genesis 2 they come at creation at a two completely different perspectives mm-hmm. and recognizing that's metaphor that is poem yeah. that is not meant to be taken literally mm-hmm. until it is. So you have the law, which mm-hmm. is very pragmatic, mm-hmm. and God sets up, for instance, the Sabbath. And so he points back to the, mm-hmm. here's how I did things. That's why the seventh day is so important for you to rest. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what I mean is like, yes, it is metaphor. Yes, it is poetic. But then you have these people, Moses, other authors pointing back to that poem, but then they give it a, a literal connotation. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, yes. And so it's recognizing, and I think that's kind of like, <laughs> kind of recognizing me kind of settling in going, okay, things can be both and. Things mm-hmm. can be poetic, things can be analogous, analogy, analogous? Analogous. Right? Analogy, yeah. um, and, and literal, depending on, you yeah. know, because the, the the struggle I have with reference in the Bible in that way is is that these people didn't have any greater. Well, it's just, I don't know if this. I'm just gonna keep talking and we'll see where it takes me. I might be wrong with this thought. I might hey man, this is the, the whole know. point of our podcast is messy. Well, <laughs> because I mean, we're not talking about the the scientific worldview that started to dig into these types of questions didn't really develop in this world until I don't know renaissance maybe before then somewhere along yeah there. i mean it, it it had its roots in a lot of things and so mm-hmm. in a lot of ways these guys they they were still operating off the same basic framework of the of the, of the cultures of the day which, which did not see the universe's point of creation of 13 billion years old for the most part mm-hmm. for the most part it was probably radical that they believed that the, the creation story they had what was it um most creation myths of the day were were bloody in a lot of ways. They, yeah. they, they, they yeah. creation. I think this is this is a Bible podcast. Yeah, memory. yeah. Yep. They talked about it. Most creation myths were there was a war and we're the leftovers. There was a dead body of God and that's the earth or something mm-hmm. like that. Not all of them, of course. That's too easy to go. But in a lot of ways, this myth kind of sprung out of nowhere in, in its own. It, it it sprung out of a this world was created very deliberately for the good of the people that God created, right. as opposed to we were created out of the corpse of blood of, an, of a dead God to serve the gods. Right. And so that in itself was this huge departure from from what everything else happened. But these people are still operating by those myths. Even even the even even the disciples, Paul or or whoever would have referenced it, would still be referencing in the worldview that did believe in that literal. Right seven-day creation and so and so I struggle with using that as a perfect as a perfect analogy I do like the argument of, of the death conversation it's like what well, was their death beforehand and if there wasn't or if there was then what was the tragedy of the fall then what exactly happened when Adam and Eve bit into the apple and I actually do believe in a literal Adam and Eve by the way um, I, I do I, you know you can play with it all you want but once you kind of have the concept as God was aiming for something he's going to tweak it then I don't think it's that difficult to put what do you mean a literal or, Adam and Eve an Adam and Eve in the garden I hadn't heard this point of view before that's an actual there's people who believe that like that, that it's that, a, because that it's, it's a spiritualized poetic, concept yeah. yeah because it's poetic all all Adam and Eve are in the Bible 
are a representation of at some point humanity strayed from God's design. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As opposed, yeah, and it's in, and this this comes into the both and concept. I might be wrong, you know. Next year, I might come back and say, "Well, here's what I read, and here's what somebody told me. This is a bad one." But I don't see any sort of conflict between believing in both the concept of evolution and believing in elements of, of reality of the Bible. Adam, right. just because it's poetic doesn't mean it doesn't have that solid, solid core truth buried in it. So, would you say, with looking at evolution? Um, assuming evolution, okay, mm-hmm. would it be then at some point uh, taking taking the stance of I'm gonna completely read into the Genesis story, Please. okay? Um, so God formed man out of the dust of the ground, okay? Right. We can say ooh, over billions of years from right. single-celled right. organisms yeah. to mm-hmm. fish, monkeys, whatever. And at some point, then God breathed into the nostrils the breath of life. That right. that then then humans became the image and likeness of God. Right. So it, would that be? I, is I that, that? Yeah, I think that's accurate because the idea that because I struggle with the idea that self awareness, which is a lot of ways what it's it's a, it's a paltry way of calling it the breath of God, but. The thing that differentiates us from animals, in, in essence, we are not animals. I, and animals, I don't believe, have souls. Mm. Um, in, in a lot of the people who've, whose pets died, you just. I know they're, they're going to come after me now. But his name is Joe. There are differences. Where he lives is. No. <laughs> well, I really, I really want, I really want my dog Dash to be in heaven. I know it is. Like <laughs> that's a hard. I Sorry, I don't think it's important in my theology. If I'm wrong, I'm going to gladly. Yeah. Well, I was going to say. Well, I'm the wrong. point is that we're going to be in heaven, and there's not going to yeah. be any crying anyway. So I was going to say a right. fun, a it's fun, uh, a fun, just as a freebie. Mm-hmm. The same word for breath uh, in the nostrils is the same one as uh, the animals have breath. Uh, that's, well, that's interesting. I, I do, I do remember that. From I don't believe going that. back to the Bible. <laughs> like, I don't believe it, but it's just a fun thought. Going back to the Bible Project podcast, yeah. they 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 talk a lot about. Uh, there's like two or three episodes on breath and God's mm-hmm. breath, and um, there is something interesting there where uh, it, it was really hard to explain in the English language, but he yeah. equated to to like batteries. Like every living thing has basically borrowed batteries from God. Mm. Like that's God's breath living inside of them. That that's why they live. And it, it gets even more confusing because there's like there's like four different types of breath. One of them is like our breath. One of them is God's breath. Yeah. One of them is like the life creation breath. And then I forget what the fourth one is. So it's yeah. like it gets really confusing. Well, but, spe- like but, it's, it, but I they clarify that it is yeah. different than a soul. So yeah. it's like yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean that they have a they have or the a or the word like Elohim. It's the same th- same Elohim as God, as also Elohims. That's like, right. That's right. Same it, word, all in context. Right. It, right. it depends. Yeah. You know, it's like the God versus God. I mean, uh, th- right. that, that one article makes a huge amount of change. But but the, the point being is there there is a difference, and I'm not of the belief that simply stacking brain cells on top of brain cells suddenly makes you conscious one day. It, it's that is a gift of God, and I think that's one of those supernatural elements within evolution where God. Breathe sure. When yeah. when when we had developed. Well, the, point. It, it makes sense with what you're saying. If if God is intimately involved in the evolutionary process, mm-hmm. then he would also be involved in that. Exactly. Of there's there's a tweak change that mm-hmm. happens that he's like, okay, now I'm going to put my breath into them. I'm going to put my my image mm-hmm. into them. Because this is one of those things that evolutionary theory doesn't even come close to explaining. Right. What is consciousness? 
Right. That is a that is a branch of science and philosophy all on its own. Well, Joe, I yeah. think therefore I am. I appreciate that, Rousseau. <laughs> Rousseau? No. Ten, I wasn't even close. Descartes. That's Descartes. It. Yeah. Descartes. There we go. Yeah, that's the. <laughs> Um, wow, the whole, the whole thing of where, where everything like everything has to be natural. <laughs> yeah. Um, everything is material. Right. Like, well, then how come when you envision an ocean, your brain doesn't explode with water? I mean, right. If 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 everything's material, then right. The, it's interesting to read some scientists nowadays that are questioning the orthodoxy of science. There's like the material is important to study and know, but it cannot explain everything. It's it's interesting to read some of them. Well, the, it, the has, thing it has limits, right? Yeah. Crazy, but yeah. there's a good portion. Sorry, what were you about to? No, no. Like they they say that everybody's brain is just uh, basically like a meat machine, mm-hmm. and random you know it randomly comes to conclusions. It's like well. Why do I need to believe anything you say if you're just a meat machine and what you put down in this book is just random thoughts by a random person? It's like, that doesn't really explain anything. There, there is a brilliant line from a Russian atheist who says that, you know, most atheists don't have the courage to face the utter despair of mm-hmm. atheism. Yep. And it's like, yeah, you know, a lot of people are trying to chase down meaning, and it's like, what is the meaning in the world, in this world, if it's everything is utterly random and, ch- and chance? It's like, ugh. We try to force a meaning on it, but um, but coming back, the, the death concept, it, it, it is an interesting one. I honestly don't have an answer for it, and mm-hmm. that's why I love this conversation, because I'd never thought about that before, this idea that what was the point of the fall? Um, you're, not the point. Well, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I know what you're saying. saying. No, I know what you're yeah. saying. What was yeah. the consequence yeah. of the fall if yeah. death was something that was around already? I guess my, my question for Nathan is... Uh, like, what caused you to come to this conclusion? Like, why... It, it seems to me that your idea would mean that God messed up or God didn't know the future and somehow... Like, why... Like, with what? Why would... He, he, he's basically dooming his son to die. Like, and if he's not dooming his son to die, like, if Adam and Eve would have lived forever, forever and God knew that they were going to sin and fail... That he knew he was dooming his son to die on the cross eventually, which yeah, in, or he didn't know the future. It's like, it's it's like there's some concepts there that seem like it'd be. Well, God would have known that, but I think that's apart from the evolutionary conversation, if that makes sense. Although, or although we're talking about the death thing, well, we are, but more in the nature of how it relates to the evolutionary theory. In there, the, yeah. the death question is going to be true whether he's right or I'm right, or as is most likely, neither of us are right or wrong completely. Well, let's not jump to. Anything. Well, that's, that's where I was going with. <laughs> Hang on, why you just take that one and agree with me? No, my my thought is like I think that there's just always going to be mysteries we're never going to be able oh, to understand. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I, I, I think Absolutely. God intended it that way on purpose. Yeah. Well, and it's, I mean, in, in Proverbs it says it was the desire of God to hide things and he put it in Mistress. kings, mm-hmm. you know, to search it out. So, um, but it, there, I believe it is in, I think it's in Colossians. I might just have Colossians on my brain right now. But um, where he talks about he was crucified before the foundation of the earth. That this whole plan in God creating he had already made, uh, I hate to say, a plan B. Seems like a crude way to say it, yeah. but he made right. a See, plan like that, that B. was my problem with yeah. your your thought there. Well, and I, it's like it's really a plan A because it can't be a plan B because God knew it would happen. I, 
But knowing that's a big jump from God yeah. knowing to happen, made it happen. That's a big jump right there. Well, I'm not saying God made it happen, but if he knew it would happen, then right. why would it be a plan B? Because I don't think it had to happen. Ooh. We're getting the- theological guys. Let's stay scientific, okay? Come on. <laughs> but, but, but I want to... I don't want. I want to dive into that concept. Is like theology and science should live together. They really should. Joe, let's not mesh terms, okay? <laughs> I don't want to have to explain myself. <laughs> well, I mean, Sorry. the uh, it makes it, sense. It gets into God, the, God gave us logic, right? It gets us into a concept called open theism, and there's varying degrees of open theism. Um, the one I would not agree with is that God God is just waiting to see what happens and, and see how humans respond and it's like oh oh they did that like like he okay, genuinely shocked yeah. yeah yeah um I don't agree with that that God is um un- unknowing as to what's happening mm-hmm. I view God more as an infinite chess player you you hear people talk about 40 chess yeah no right no you hear of, of chess players good chess players being able to play multiple moves ahead right um I don't even know what a good chess player would be I play negative one move ahead I'm like oh no that happened okay um I like checkers <laughs> so, but you I view I view and you see this throughout scripture where God makes a move mm-hmm. and he is um I don't want to use the word surprised or shocked, but he is marveled at how someone responds. Mm-hmm. Um, so you take you take Abraham, you take uh, I believe it's Hezekiah, where fifteen years of actual God life. spoke. Yeah, God yeah. spoke. You will die, mm-hmm. and Hezekiah's response moved God's heart. Mm-hmm. You see this in Jesus as well. He is mm-hmm. marveled by people's responses. Um, and so I view God more as a an infinite chess player, mm-hmm. meaning he's playing infinite moves ahead. Lacey and I actually had a conversation about this, God's sovereignty, and how there are things God has set forth that will happen. But there's a lot of ways to get to those, uh, I call them waypoints. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ways God wanted to, to move people's hearts to get to those waypoints. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um this is guys. This is not the conversation I wanted to have. We're talking about evolution. <laughs> the conversation has evolved. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Did that address your question, Daniel? Let's you, go with sure. Is is that a no? I think that's is a that podcast in and of itself. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. If you guys listen to our sovereignty one, all of your questions will be answered. Uh-huh. And then you'll have more. Is that the one that didn't get recorded? Uh, no, this was a this was a big one. The one the one we were talking about was on dealing with forgiveness and how to resolve. It was like it was a fantastic one. Mm-hmm. Thanks for bringing that up again, Daniel. Oh. I appreciate that. That mm. okay? Yeah, he was calm. You know, um, I do have a, <clears throat> at all <laughs> so peaceful. <laughs> um, so I do have a few questions mm-hmm. in line with we made so some statements made is like being able to determine the date of evolution date of you know billions and billions of years mm-hmm. but what dating methods were those dating methods mm-hmm. given to us by god as in these are ways you can determine how long something's existed or is mm-hmm. that our own interpretation of the data 
Right. The uh, the radio, the carbon dating you were talking about. That's, yeah, that's one. For example, yep. Right. Yep. Or, or concepts of, and well, it, it's it's a good question, too, because concepts of measuring time by, I don't know, speed of light or things like that, or constants, yeah. which are not actually constant. Right. Uh, that's the fun part. Uh, well, I mean, you, you take carbon dating, and it all depends on the atmosphere during the time that it happened, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you throw in, oh, I don't know if you guys land on this, a global flood that messes up dating as well mm-hmm. right um and so that's that's what i mean by how do we with the dating methods given to us how do we stand firm on okay this is this older this is what happened My question is, what do you mean stand firm? Like, why is it important for um, us to stand firm, and what are we standing for? Well, because on? that, so it would be like using one example, dating methods. Okay. How, how, whatever, I mean, there's so many different ways. There's the carbon dating, there's the... Um, I mean, are, are you asking yeah. this from, like, an apologetic, like, someone comes at you and says, oh, the earth is this old, and your Bible says it's this old, like, defend it. Like, is that is that what you're asking? I don't uh, understand. I mean, no, I'm just saying our dating methods. So whether you say, I, I believe in max 10,000 year old earth or billions of year old, years mm-hmm. old earth both dating systems mm-hmm. are using man-made systems right. and so there has to be something outside of that um otherwise we're just arguing our our own perspectives as to what the in- interpretation of the data says right is it is that that's what I mean. Like taking evidence of a crime scene, okay? Two people can come in with different experiences and perspectives and come to two mm-hmm. two different views of what happened, what took place. But they're looking at the same evidence. And so that's what I mean by, so how do we even have that conversation of dating? I, I guess I don't, in, in my own journey, I never really studied anything related to this because mm-hmm. it didn't really matter as far as, like, like the key, the key points to prove that Christianity is true is is truth knowable? Mm-hmm. Does God exist? Are miracles possible? Did mm-hmm. Jesus Christ rise from the dead? It's like so. Nowhere in there does it matter about carbon dating or how old things are, and like right. that's so. Mm-hmm. So I'm just talking. I'm yeah. not saying it's worthless or right, bad. Right, right, it's, right. it's worthless science or it's worthless for a Christian to discover. But um, I'm just saying like, I'm, I'm not really going to have anything on on this. So right, you guys sure. go. Yeah. No, I, I think it's a good point. Is I, I think that's one of those things that I would hold lightly, pretty lightly, right. uh, because for instance, there's this. I think I read it. And I think I'm right, just the constants of the universe, speed of the light, or the gravitational constant, or things like that. Or the constants of quarks. Right, right. They're not constant. At all. all. Over time, (laughs) scientists have discovered that they actually do, I don't know, vibrate might be the right word, between, between different values and things like that. But they got rid of that by changing the way they measured things to be based on those changes or something like that, if that makes sense. And so... so you had to change the tool that you use to measure something. And, and I think that's, in, a, in essence, the cheat that they did in a, in a, okay. to, to make that work. Like, they instead of saying, well, this is what a meter is based on this, this set thing, they said, oh, a meter is based on this constant value dependent upon the, the speed of light. Right, right. So therefore... They, they, the speed of light is always constant now. It's the meter that changs or right. something like that. It, well, it'd be, it'd be like... amounts, but it's still... Right. 
but it would be moving the goalposts in a game of exactly. interpreting data. Or there was a fun thing I was listening to a scientist. It might have been on the Bible podcast, or it might have been on something else uh, that they were or the Bible project. But they were they were talking about the fact that if the universe was expanding more quickly than it is right now, it's entirely possible that we would never have seen anything in the sky. We would never have had any way of seeing stars out there Mm -hmm. if the universe was expanding because it would expand faster than the speed of light, and therefore we wouldn't know light would be able to reach to us. Mm -hmm. Just because we can't see it doesn't mean it's not out there. We just have no way of seeing it. And And so that's always the thing. You have to take into account the inconsistency of the tools that you use to measure because, like you said, they're man-made. Right. And you don't know what has changed. Like, we, we look at natural law, and we look at the constants, and we say, well, these things are true from the beginning till now. It's like, based on what? Were you here? Right. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing is, is you know, when people say, well, when we look at evolution, mm-hmm. oh, we were able to look at it now. Right, like, right. Like, man, I would, I would love to see that. So, okay, the other question well, that's that's yeah. the i think that's an important point to clarify is because some people say what we do as christians isn't looking at the science um because science is only like repeatable experiments it's like they, yeah. they have they have that thought in their head is like so so you're saying like it's not science when someone looks at bones or cave drawings or you're, you're saying it's not science when someone digs up a city you're saying it's not science when someone investigates a crime scene like it, it's it's all of those things are looking back at something that happened right. back in time and we're using like this is i this is one of the things uh this is one of the reasons why i don't believe in evolution is because you look at dna and it's <laughs> you know bill gates calls it the most complex computer code ever invented <laughs> He's a scientist. <laughs> well, my, my 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 point is, it's like, it's like, it. Don't. I'd like you to refer to him as doctor. Everything, everything that has a beginning has a beginner, right? And everything that, you know, you just look at that and it's like, well, there's no way that that could have a natural cause. Right. And the all of the computer simulations that, um, like those guys that spend years of their life trying to develop computer simulations like oh if uh you know the conditions were this at the beginning of the universe and we had this happen then life could form and it would take this long and uh the problem is every single one that actually created life um or created like enough dna together to make a single cell organism they had parameters in the programs that would like weed out the bad results and only keep the good ones going so that they could form chain reactions together to make a cell it's like right but even that you're even that is proof of a designer right right? exactly yeah yeah that's that's so it's there's just the other i guess like going with that no i how did that conversation start you were talking about um uh measurement and then so you talked about measurement i said that you got to hold these things lightly because measurements are by their very nature be kind of there and then you jumped into not really looking at it from a scientific point of view, but more from a criminology point of view, from a courtroom point of view. Yeah. Like science. Oh, right. Yeah. There's experiments yeah. in a courtroom yeah. is based on evidence. That's the point. Like, there's no way with right. all of this stuff, even if they are doing science, there's because it happened, you know, a long time ago and you weren't there, there's yeah. no way for anybody to know for sure what happened. Oh, right. Like, but I think you can also look, though, and use. use repeatable things. That's exactly, yeah. Right? Exactly. Um, and that's that's where I was trying to go with yeah. the computer code yeah. in DNA. Because right. anytime you see a code, it was uh, created by a human. Right. 
mm-hmm. in- intelligence. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the other question I have is, it goes along with the moving goalposts, and this is honestly where I have, where I get frustrated, um, is the moving of goalposts when you f- find a new thing. So for example, they believed, you know, DNA can only live, um, or what is it, not break down over right. a couple hundred years, maybe a thousand mm-hmm. at best, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then all of a sudden they find dinosaurs who died out billions of years ago with uh, DNA intact. Oh, wow. And then they called Jeff Goldblum. And so, so the, but then, but doesn't, doesn't that mean, so then obviously you guys were as fact, that's good, I got it. Um, as fact, DNA only lasts this long. Mm-hmm. Which is, it, but then you move the goalpost by saying, well, obviously we were wrong at how long DNA lasts. It can yes. last billions of years. Well, mm-hmm. wait, wait, wait. You have proven scientific methods to show how long DNA lasts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that moving the goalpost? Right, and, and this is kind of the concept of developing a... So, Emmy asked me the other day, my wife uh, asked me, um, how do you know weight limits on bridges? I'm like... I, well, I, it's like, well, you don't use it, some fell you use down. <laughs> you, use like, oh, crap. you use evolution. Right, well, you, you, do you do it. Do, and I, I always loved the, uh, there's a... Uh, you evolved the bridges. Yeah, exactly. No, no, well, Calvin and Hobbes, there's this great line from Calvin and Hobbes where yes. Calvin asks his dad, how do we know whaling the bridges? And dad's like, well, they just drive bigger and bigger trucks over it until it collapses. <laughs> and then they rebuild the bridge. And Calvin's like, that's a great idea. And I'm like, I am using that on Peter. <laughs> And I also that to Emmy, but but the point is, is like she asked me that, and and I said, well, and I thought, well, technically we did do that. We we you know we built enough stuff, and it fell over enough that we developed models based on proven experiments, based on right. observational data, stuff like that. And and you do that long enough, and you develop those good models, and eventually you can develop a good enough model to determine how much a bridge is going to take right. if, you, if it did. Right. And, so, and so that's the same thing, but your model is only as good as the data that goes into it. Right. And, and I think that's the point you're making, and it is a good point. I feel, it feels like I'm, like I'm ripping down my own point of view a lot, but I, I think, but the fact of the matter is, is that yes, your model can change, but that doesn't mean the overall model was wrong in the first place. It still was closer to where it was, and mm-hmm. so you kind of get closer in that concept. And for the admit, if, if evidence comes out and blows point of view my, to my pieces, awesome. Sure. Well, my pride will take a blow. Well, my pride won't. I won't care. <laughs> anyway, but, but that, that's the whole point. That's what science should be is this concept of, well, this is what the evidence shows me right now, so I should base it on this. And if right. you use that data to develop a theory, if you use that data to, data to run a nuclear engine in, in a submarine and it works and you don't kill yourself doing it. We, we did lots of Sharpie V-notch tests. The, did you hear about that? The what? Never mind. <laughs> He used Take big words. They, he they, used bigger they, words than they me. Tested, but they know, tested much stuff. bigger words than me, yeah. <laughs> they did, thank you. They, they did oh, okay, it. I get that. I but get but that. you also have Marie Curie, it was Marie Curie, yeah. died yeah. based on the, yeah. the radiation poisoning because they did not know. And so that that's the point is it should always be evolving. It should always be right, but flexible to the data that's being put into right, it. Right, but it's yeah. evolving based on observation. Yes. Right? Your right. bridge analogy? Observation. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Madame Curie? She was falling apart, literally. Oh, maybe hanging around that kind of metal is bad. That's not bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> right, well, yeah, there, there used to be a scientific consensus that the Earth was flat and the sun... No, there, there was the never sun, a sign... Okay, there was a consensus that the sun revolved around the Earth. With a consensus of one person. Like, never... No, no, 
like Copernicus was was like he was no he was was affirming what had already been believed by the Stoics by the Greeks by the Persians by the Asians by not Asians Chinese oh goodness I might get cancelled Anyway, Orient. You can edit that out. Just bleep it and act like you I don't edit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people to know I cuss. <laughs> I'd rather be... You'd rather be canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but like it You're was... You're going to edit that one out, too. <laughs> <laughs> now people know I'm glad we're, Well, we are on YouTube, but I, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Um, go to our website and watch it there. Um, <laughs> right, but it's... it's No, nobody... No... I do well, believe in that, that wasn't I, I true. Think, I thought I heard that. No, I think, I was, I think the point was, he's trying to make is yeah, there there has been the, our understanding. Science, what kept science alive? Christians, Christian monasteries, most scientific experiments during the Dark Ages, Middle Ages, almost Christian, all, almost, almost all unanimously, yes. all of the in the modern mm-hmm. last two cent, uh, mm-hmm. not centuries, millennia. Yeah. Majority have been Christian right. scientists. It, it is only in the starting general, in the Enlightenment. I, mean, I think it is only in the recent, the, not the recent, but the very recent he, history, the last couple of centuries, that there has started to be this so-called battle between faith and science, right. which was never there before. I mean, it, it, yes, there are superstitions in Christianity. Yeah, that, that nobody's going to deny that, and that there are deviations and there are flaws. But for the most part. Isaac Newton was a Christian. Charles Darwin was a Christian. Uh, Copernicus, Galileo. He was a Christian at his death. Yes, yes. Um, so, which because evolution's not true. Which I would argue. <laughs> which I would argue. Wait, Darwin. Darwin. Or Gar- wait, wait, which one is that? Darwin. 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 I thought he was a Christian at his death. Oh, okay. You he, see, that's the point. He, he recanted in his in um, Origin of Species. He was wrestling through ideas. Yeah. And you say within the last. When it was Darwin, 18... Yeah, and that's what... I'm not sure, but I know it's not, since, it's not a long-term thing. Right, but since Darwin, that's when the question between faith and science has been. Uh, and that's why he recanted as deathbed, was because he looked at how some of his thoughts, even, I mean, in Orthodox species... Isn't that the crazy thing, though? Like, how... how like Darwinism, all like it became a religion. And it did. Like the yes. founder, the founder yes. was like, "No, this isn't true." Well, <laughs> did he actually say it wasn't true because he didn't believe it, or because he saw the damage it was doing? He saw the damage, and he 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 never went to the conclusions that people after him made. He was he genuinely was like, "Is this a theory?" Mm-hmm. And the people after him used theory uh, and interchanged it with fact. And so, if yes. you don't believe in this theory, yes. then you are wrong. Well. Isn't that the point of a theory? Is to argue yes. against it and prove it wrong it should or still right? Be considered a theory. I agree with that. And the hard part, along with like the moving the goalposts, is data based on out and out lies. And you have data with um, a lot of the models built up yeah. for for mm-hmm. man's evolution is straight up built on lies. Yes. Right, and so it, it's all of these pieces. To me, I'm like, man, it all it does. It goes back to what is your kind of starting premise? Just like a crime scene, what's my starting premise? Okay, this person has holes in his body. I believe he was shot. I believe he was stabbed. Well, I mean, like you're looking at same holes, but there's evidence. There's things that you have to do a little bit more uh, observing of. You stab things and you shoot things and. See, okay, do those holes line up? Do those, you know... Sucks to be that volunteer. (laughs) Well... (laughs) But that's... But that is is the problem. It's like, you can't go back and observe what happened in the beginning of the universe and use that 
you know. Like, so then you you have to go back on what is my starting premise, right? You have to right. you have to look at mm-hmm. look at what's observable now, like right. the law of second. You know the. Well, I can't talk. <laughs> second, well, look, yeah. second, second law of thermodynamics yeah. and general theory of relativity, etc. And you know laws of logic and laws of non-contradiction. Right, um, but it's so, funny we refer to them as laws. They're not. That's the that's well, the funny part. The law of non-contradiction thing. is okay. That the logical laws, yeah, okay. but the law of thermodynamics. That's that's still that is still a theory. Yeah, that's a thing. yeah. It's it's based on scientific observation, but it's not a law. I, I guess I just always had a problem because once you start using it, comes back to language conversation. We should still call it the theory of evolution because it is still a theory because it's non-provable in, in its in its way scientifically. Right. Uh, evidentiary, you can come to a good grasp of what it is, even though you are right. There's a lot of evidence. It's not very good, but so what do you? Enough, there's what enough do you, out that's, there. That's there's always enough been out there, though. That my my premise still stands. There's not enough evidence, in my opinion, to to nail it down. Is this happened without any help from God? There's enough flaws in it, but there's also enough things happening out there that I'm like, did God make it look like there's all this time? I mean, or is there something else going on here? Hmm. And and I don't have an answer for that. I don't. The but, flood. The flood, the flood, or you know, <laughs> as always, dinosaurs, yeah, or yeah. or you know, or the concept of of stars, how stars create matter inside of them, which is mm. the coolest thing in so the world. So crazy, I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and, and and that's that's the that's the attraction sometimes too about these theories is they're so cool to think about believing in theory of evolution, creation, universe, thirteen billion billion years old. Everything in here was created in a star. It's so fun that God that God made. Yeah, that God then blew up. He's spoken. Yeah. Yes, I know, I know. It all comes, comes back to it. But that's that's why he, the, my friend really, she did have an impact on me yeah. in pointing and looking at it because my brain was always set on, well, it has to be what the Bible says and no other. And she managed to point, point out that the beauty of science is uncovering how God does things. Oh, yeah. Showing yeah. out. And so it's too easy to dismiss that he gave us eyes to see beautiful stars in the sky even as he talks about them in the Bible. And so he also gave his brains to investigate, even while he tells us who and, and in a sense, what happened as well. So, yeah. Well, that's, that, I mean, that's, that's the view that I have, because if you look at Genesis and read that in context of thinking about the Big Bang, it certainly seems like, to me, that God caused the Big Bang and then mm-hmm. he morphed and changed the universe to his will and shaped it how he wanted. And, like, he could have done that and exactly. So, like, in my head, like, it could almost be both of them. Like, God could have caused the, the Big Bang and then he could have gone back and in seven days, like, changed and shaped and morphed based on how it is described literally in the Bible. Um and, like, you know, why can't that be true? God can do anything. And then he could make the end results look like whatever you wanted them to look like. Right. Like, so, so, like, but the point I always go back to is, like, either way, it's God. You yeah. It had to be mm-hmm. some yeah. supernatural. Mm-hmm. I know. Not supernatural. Yeah. What's the word you used? Well, I, I actually didn't have. You said supernatural is a bad word. Well, I, I said natural. I mean, it's, it's. <sighs> It's probably the unnatural best. miracle. No, Whatever. yeah, that's the problem. Is like, Whatever. I took yeah. us to that point, and I'm like, it, 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 it was a miracle. And I'm going to back off and let them go with this. Now. It was so a miracle. It was a miracle. Yeah, it was miraculous. That's, that's the word. Yes. Right. So awesome, guys. We got to close out, don't we? We have to close out. <laughs> I feel like we didn't. Did we get anywhere today? I I feel like I was proven right. No, I feel confident. I, <laughs> I feel like well, what I feel like we came to is the point that we don't know. 
You well, do have to wrestle with that. I think though. we definitely yeah, need that's, to that's I'm not denying that. I'm yeah. not denying that. But you also yeah. have to wrestle with dinosaur bones and other things like that as well. Yes, there are flaws in evolutionary theory. Yeah. I'm not denying that. I yeah. never deny that. Yeah. I think this is but, definitely something we need to split the church over. Well, yeah, no, that's obvious. But that, but I think that's the important conclusion. Lesser things have split the church. This is important. <laughs> yeah, science. Yeah, I think that's the important conclusion to come to is that yes, we must divide. And well, and it, Wait. it's hard, like with dividing with with. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm going on a tangent here. We got to close out, but whatever. You're the host. You even with dinosaur, <laughs> even with dinosaur bones, you have to look at even the. You you brought up um, would it be archaeology, in uh, these Every cultures culture. and traditions that have stories of fighting beasts, yes. of fighting dragons, of fighting. I, think I brought that up. Whatever. No, you brought up archaeology or or. You did. Whatever. That's what he's grasping onto. Oh you right. Didn't bring up dragons. Yeah. No 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 no. But looking at evidence though. No no the the scientific evidence mm-hmm. of what is it where you study. You talked about how he believed in black nose spots. Uh, paleontology, archaeology. Yeah yeah yeah. No, but yeah. looking at. I didn't I didn't use those fancy words. I just said that. I'm de- I don't know. I, I just mean. described I'm just the fancy them. I heard words them somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I Anyways, you look at those and a lot of them have stories of dragons, these mythical beasts, Mm -hmm. but how can so many differing cultures have cave paintings, have drawings, have traditions that a lot of them match? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and so it's, it's again going back and looking at evidence, looking at it is could the, could the tools I use to measure time be off and could these things exist? Mm -hmm. Or could all of these cultures just make up stuff happenstance to match that's the the, those are the hard like those are the questions i'm like wrestling with is right okay right as as we should yeah yeah as we should yeah all right these are the fun conversations guys this was great yeah we got nowhere and we went nowhere and we did nothing this was awesome good conversation I have to agree with what you did. Yes. <laughs> Most of my conversations, I feel like this. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why. Why, but I have the feeling like your your listeners are gonna. This is the worst podcast ever. It's like we didn't. No, you well, it's not. Different. I feel like it's we didn't no do different than our life group listening to us argue with each other. No, that's really true. people. It's just arguing. People like watching people argue. But we I didn't mean, even argue that much. Jerry should have argued more. Well, we. We should have argued more. I did bring I my brass knuckles just in case things got crazy. But but I think our, I think <laughs> our brass swords. Really, my goal coming into this was where's the common ground? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where where are the things? Well, that that's we a good. Can't one. agree. About yeah, you you said that earlier, and things. even before you yeah. said that point of view, I I was mm-hmm. going to say something like yeah. that too because yeah. that's that's the most important thing. You know, it kind of relates to what Pastor Scott was talking about uh, for a few weeks ago. He mentioned that the uh, the thought. Actually, it was like three or four weeks ago because I was gone for on the farm. Anyway, the, yeah. the the thought that like we shouldn't let politics divide us because what is yep. the the most important thing is yes. sharing the gospel uh, to yep. others and mm-hmm. you know making disciples of other people and uh, you know we're all in this together to to get to know God more um, and reach others who don't know God. Mm-hmm. So it's like we shouldn't let anything you know like this. That's not one of the you know, anything outside of, like, you know, the basics, like Jesus right. Christ died on the cross for our sins, and that's the only way to heaven. Like, you know, if it's too far away from one of those core, what, what is it you called it? Uh, uh, primary beliefs. Primary yeah. beliefs, yeah. that primary doctrines, yeah. There it's like, there we go. you know, it, it shouldn't split or divide or, you exactly. know, cause cause any well, and hate would, or anything like that. Exactly. And and to wrap this up is if if you have these you conversations, kind of have the if you word. have, I do, it's my show. I get to do that's what right. I want. Um... 
No, it, it's Dang, what. This one's long. Yeah. No, it's what we all came together with is <clears throat> if nothing is worth dividing relationship over. Mm-hmm. And if we can agree on who Jesus is, what he accomplished for us, mm-hmm. again, it goes back to I'm willing to have any conversation. Um, and and more important to me is relationship than me being right. And I think that like when you're having these conversations with people, are you just wanting to be right and prove others wrong? Mm-hmm. Or are you genuinely interested in the relationship whether you're a Christian speaking to a non-Christian, the only thing that will win people over is faith. That's the whole thing, crux of our belief system is faith, not... And love. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's that. It's faith and, and it's hope. faith... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> hope does not disappoint. I really hope not. <laughs> faith like a child. He didn't say hope like a child. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Jesus loves me, this I know. The Bible tells me so. All right. (laughs) Goodbye. At least you didn't sing the song about the kids in all the different colors. That, that'd probably get banned on YouTube. Yeah, the black and white. Uh, <laughs> they are precious in this song. got canceled already. <laughs> <laughs> Who's blue children? Jesus loves the little children. I was no always blue. confused about that. No, there's no blue. Yellow, black, and white. They, they are precious in this song. Jesus right loves the little children of the world. I, I was exaggerating. There is no blue kids. Uh, what are you talking be? about? Have they been discovered? Have you been? Uh, have you observed have blue you children? Have you watched movies about King Arthur and the people he fought off? Like they put blue paint on the Celts. It was blue kids. They were. It was. I've paint. already had three thoughts in my head that probably would get me in trouble. Let's stop this conversation now. I'm not recording anymore. Say whatever you have to, Joe. You're a liar. Why are we still talking I, to the microphone? I put, I put nothing at the end of... You this now, right? That, <laughs> yeah, but ours are still on. And I know better. You can leave this on for a while. It's like, it's like Nathan, Nathan leans into the microphone. Oh, see what you want when I'm recording. Hey, guys, I'm not recording anything. Go ahead. Speak. I'm not wearing a wire at all. <laughs> Tell me about these illegal activities that are going on here. All right. <laughs> this is why I keep recording. This is the one conversation. I like how you keep saying all right. Gotta get the last no word. No more. Where is the red light on that thing? Just as long as Nathan doesn't get the last word. Don't worry, it wasn't recording.